Ever had a conversation at 3am when everyone but you and your best friend has called it a night? That's what this is. This is the Rhetorical Podcast with Sam and Scotty. Banter for the real world. Hiya. How are we doing? I'm all right. I, uh, I'm starting to get a bit hungry. Yeah, fair call. I'm, I'm getting to for that justice. Point. <laughs> well, I'm starting to get to that point where I have realised that I'm starting to get into a schedule, like a, like a food schedule, where I know that I start to get very, very hungry at a specific time. Yeah. I used to be someone who was so willy-nilly, I would eat whenever I wanted, like a rebel, but now I have like a lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And if I miss it, then You've I conformed. just... Yeah, and then like my whole world has fallen apart. I've yeah. noticed a change in my eating schedule as well, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I used to eat like two pies. There's like three now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the workload's just intense. I can't handle it. <laughs> my bowels, man, they're rioting. <laughs> That's a really great way to start this, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, actually, something that I did want to bring up. Um, you made mention to, to me last night, because um, we're going to catch up with uh, an old friend of yours tonight, hopefully. Mm. And I've met her once before, yes. years ago. Yes, yes. And you mentioned to me <laughs> that I was hitting on her. Oh, yeah. Which I have no recollection of. Yeah, yeah. I think we might have had a few drinks that night. Okay. Yeah, so she was a friend from Newcastle. She'd come down to visit. Right. I can't remember the specifics of how you're doing it, but you're putting on the classic Sam charm. <laughs> uh, the okay, okay, so like the ac- the British accent slipped up a little bit. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You're uh, like every time that you're in a conversation with a group of people, you'd like sneak in next to her. All right. Always fairly close. I uh, paid a lot more, lots more compliments that you would give to anyone else, mm-hmm. and you just seem to focus on her a little bit. This is more what she described than what I noticed, because I was dealing with up to 20 people at this point. Okay. And uh, I also want to point out that after you trialing this for a few hours, after getting no response, you invited two girls to my house. Did I? Yeah. Two random girls that I'd never met before. You invited them over. Oh. <laughs> Do you not remember this? Um, you weren't even yeah, drunk. No, I do actually now, but I forgot about that entirely. I remember that really well now. Yeah? Yeah, I was like sitting on a stool in my kitchen and they're like, hey, I've invited these two girls over. I'm like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. This is my house. Oh, I was the worst friend. <laughs> I was just the worst friend. That was my going away. I was going to Canada for who knows how long. <laughs> Oh, can I take this opportunity to publicly apologise for being a shit friend? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you forgot about being a shit friend until two minutes ago, but that's all right. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this, this does beg the question, am I a shit friend? Hmm. And I want you to be as honest as you can be because I, I like, because I, obviously I don't, I don't know. Okay. What encompasses a bad friend, though? Well, I mean, I, I guess, would you consider that to be something that makes me a bad friend? I'm sure other people might. Yeah. But I don't. Is that just Hey, you were I just am? trying to get with a girl. Like, <laughs> I understand. That's When it comes down to it, sometimes that's top priority. I think particularly at that point in time as well, mm-hmm. if you remember, I recently broken up with my, I think it might have been my first girlfriend, mm-hmm. 
and um oh and that's right she started dating oh your best like one of your best friends at the time yeah oh so, that's always fun yeah you yeah. needed you needed a rebound at that point i did something to take your mind off it. and i think that had a lot to do with it and also the fact that i was like what 17 yeah something like no yeah, yeah 17 17 yeah yep yeah. but either way we're gonna be uh meeting up with that friend tonight and uh not not the dating friend, but the the friend you were trying to hit on, mm. and uh, let, we'll probably just try and get like a recreation of that night from her point of view. <laughs> oh, can we not? Oh, I'm going to. <sighs> okay, that's going to be very fun. More worryingly, so is that my current girlfriend's going to be with us? Oh, that'll be very fun. Oh, you were 17. She can't. She can be jealous about Tinder. She can't be jealous about old Sam. Oh no, she can. Is that a challenge? Oh, mate, she can. Excellent. <laughs> All right, well, this is going to be interesting, isn't it? We paint a very bad picture of Brooke on this show. You know what? Yeah, we do. We, we, we do. really do. I mean, she's she's an amazing woman. She, yeah. Honestly, she is. She's an amazing person, and I love her the bits. And I think that's the reason why I put shit on her, just because, that's, I mean... It's like having a friend. Yeah, because honestly, she's, other than you, she's my best mate. Yeah. And she's my best friend. But, yeah, sort of hope so. And in the same way that Rihanna's your best friend. Nah. No? No, we've had that. Dis- it's oh, it's like my love list, dude. It's weird. Oh, no, It's really? a different type of kinsmanship. Wow, okay. Yeah. Like, we had. He, she told me, oh, no, I'm, I'm the dickhead again in this. Oh, here we she go. She told me that I was her best friend. I'm like, I like you in a different way to friendship. And I, I'm sorry if that's weird. It's a different kind of like. Uh. And she's like, <laughs> you're weird. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah. I'm not taking it personally. Uh, look. Honestly, I, we could go into a whole thing again about this. We could, but the fact is, Sam is my friend, Rihanna's my girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a distinction. Yeah, you have... And this This has taken, taken a turn that I didn't expect it to go. This is really important mm-hmm. that we address this. There is a difference. There is definitely a difference between your girlfriend and your mate. Yeah. Right? But the thing is that I'm really good friends with my girlfriend. Yeah. Right? And I think that's, that's to be perfectly honest, I think that's the core reason why we work so well. Because I think back to previous relationships where the core of our relationship was sex. Mm. To be perfectly honest, that's just the only thing that kept our relationship alive with a lot of people. I know I've that's dated. how I've had my failed relationships <laughs> go. Yeah. And that's a problem. I mean, Brooke and I, like, I don't have a lot of friends in Sydney. Outside of work, mm-hmm. you know, and send, and they're only work friends. So the only mate I have at the moment in Sydney, living in Sydney, is Brooke. Yeah, that's fair. So I, 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 I guess you, I have to consider her my friend. You say, you see, you say there's a distinction between a girlfriend and a friend. Yeah, but in my mind, it's just a different type of friend. Like she says, best friend. That means you go hang out. That's about it. Girlfriend, it just adds an extra layer. I'm not saying it's a completely different thing. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying that when it comes down to it, I have friends that are friends, mm. and I have you for a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm that so, makes sense. I have such a duality in my mind about every subject. <laughs> no, but you Nothing do. makes sense for my brain. <laughs> no, but unlike the love list, which I think that we're all in agreement now, is really weird. I haven't right? completely given that up, but... No, I know, but, I mean, because it's very much a life view for you, and that's all fine, but it's like... I don't deny it's weird. It's weird, right? We all know it's weird. Yeah, I'm a weird guy. I mean, well, I mean, we both are. That's why we're friends, yeah. obviously. But also, I get that. I also agree with you on this one, and I understand it. I think that I have a better friendship than I thought I would 
I'm not saying I have a better friendship with my girlfriend than you do with yours, and that's not what I'm saying. I think that I just think of my relationship with Brooke as much more of a friendship with love mm. than I would other girlfriends I've had, I guess. I, think I see my relationship with Rihanna to be love with friendship. And I think that's that's the difference. I think that's that's the distinction there. Yeah. Is it's just a completely different approach to um to relationship. This is weird. Yeah. But the like bottom line is to be in a relationship either friendship or partner. Mm. There just has to be that level of liking the other person. Yeah. And everything else is just interpreting you liking a person. Yeah. We can go in depth about this absolutely. <laughs> but when it comes down to it it's just like the little attachment you would sign to certain people. You just give them a title. Girlfriend, yeah. friend, girlfriend, friend. And also it, it kind of takes um, an interesting perspective when you think of friend with benefits. Yeah. Right? Because that's a whole other dynamic entirely. Hmm. Yeah. And that's another dynamic that has multiple layers to it. I've mm. had a friend with benefits that isn't just a hookup. I have like a deep emotional connection with that person. Yeah. I still do. It's not a friends with benefits situation anymore, but I have a level of understanding that I have with that person that I haven't really felt with anyone else but Rihanna. Mm. But we were never a thing. I think that's what makes relationships with people. And I, I, I don't necessarily mean, you know, sexual relationships or romantic relationships. I just mean friendships or relationships with other human beings. So complicated because not one is the same and how you view it and what kind of label you put on it as well will deeply affect that relationship with a person. When it comes down to it, everyone's complicated in their own mind. You just have to figure out how your two complications mash together. Why can't life be easy? Because then it would be boring. <laughs> this is the Rhetorical Podcast. Remember that conversation we had at Nicolini's in the Gold Coast? Which one? It was about uh, you being a germaphobe. Oh, yeah. We had the discussion of... Uh, like I put up a Facebook post a while back basically saying, I don't know why the thought came into my head, but I put up, unless you plan on having someone lick your butt cheeks in the near future before you shower, you do not need a toilet seat cover to protect you. Yeah. Has that changed at all? I, you, you said to me after, apparently I changed your worldview on that just because you used to use toilet seat cover because you'd be afraid. Because I've done so many cleaning jobs, <laughs> I'll just grab some toilet paper and wipe the seat. Oh, no, I do that as well. Yeah, but that's only if there's, like, something on it. Oh, no, I do that. Either I, way. Uh, either way. Right. So, I, I used to be... I, okay, so when I was a kid, I was very much a germaphobe. That's also a lot to do with my mum, who was also a germaphobe and still is. <laughs> Interestingly, when she was uh, living in Sydney and using a lot of public transport, she always used to wear gloves. And people used to, as she said, people used to think it was like a weird affectation. But no, she just always used to wear leather gloves because she never liked touching anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I get that because I like if I can avoid touching like a button for traffic lights or like if I'm on a tram in Melbourne or on a bus in Sydney or on a train, I will actively avoid grabbing onto anything because, you know, I, I think of how p gross people are. Mm -hmm. People are gross. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just like, I don't want, you know, you've had, you're picking your nose or you've coughed or you've sneezed or you've, you know, gone to the bathroom and not washed your hands or, you know, you've been, I don't know what you've been doing. 
right? You've been changing a baby, whatever it is. Even if they've just touched a disgusting button. Yeah. And the thing is that it's so easily transferable. So I, I always think about that and just like, if I can avoid touching anything, I will. And I, I, I used to be really, really intense about it. I remember that. I, we, we were going through the city at one point and every streetlight you would come to, you'd kick it or you'd hit it with your elbow. <laughs> I've gotten, I've, I've gotten better with that. Yeah. I now, I touch the button now. Okay. But, and the way that I have dealt with it is that I never touch my face. Never? Never. I see you scratching your beard sometimes. Well, beard. I, I mean, I kind of do touch my face occasionally mm-hmm. if I've got like but an ne- itch or something. No, not close to like the mouth or eyes or anything. No, 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 no. It's, uh, I, I have a very kind of distinct... It's now always very conscious and now it's just like a subconscious thing where I just avoid touching my face mm-hmm. um, for a couple of reasons. One is that it makes my skin better. Yep. Right? Um, and I think that's when it started. It's when I started, you know, trying to improve my skin. But also just... So I don't contaminate myself. So I never bite my nails. I've got a real thing about biting nails. I hate it. Uh, I hate anything with nails. Yeah, no, it's just the worst. Nails and feet. Uh. <laughs> but it's like I, I, I see someone touching their nails or sucking sucking your fingers or like or you know I was sitting on a plane once with someone who was eating the peanuts and then licking his fingers and it's just like no. Cannot deal with that. It was just, I was so intense. I just had to like sit with my headphones and just kind of stare (laughs) just into the abyss. Just like, just just to try and like turn off my peripheral vision and just like not think about it, not hear him, not see him. It was just the worst. I've got a really intense dislike of it. You and I are so different. (laughs) Like, I spend, I spend five hours pushing trolleys and... Trolleys are not clean, by the oh, way, people. Oh, no, trolleys are the worst. Yeah, guys, if you put, like, fruits or anything in the trolley, please wash it before eating it. Mm. Like, anyway, but I, I'm, like, pushing pushing trolleys, I don't know, five hours, and then I'm like, oh, I think I got, like, a, a kernel of corn from the popcorn I ate last night. And I, like, shove my hand in there, try and get it out, and then I'm like, that's really unhealthy. Oh, well. I can't deal. I, I, I don't know how you haven't gone off at me for some of the stuff I've done around you in the past. Oh, uh, look, the thing is that I <laughs> I try to have a good temperament about it, right? So the, the last thing you want is, you know, it's, it's basically saying you can't talk about things because it offends me, mm-hmm. right? It's the same deal, right? Someone, like, picking at their teeth or something offends me, mm. right? It does offend me, but it's not my place to tell someone else to stop doing something because it offends me. It offends me, it's my problem, Yep. right? So I just have the option to look away or just to try and channel it out, right? Mm. Because that's that's the truth of it, is that... Just because something affects you, it doesn't mean that you should impress that upon others. I disagree. Because I think you have the right to ask someone to stop actively doing something if it's bothering you. Like, if they, if they are someone, like, if you're, if you're racist, you don't have the right to ask someone to leave just because someone has black skin. But if someone is picking their, if someone's chewing their nails, or even if someone's smoking next to you, you have the, I, I think you have no. the right to ask them not to. No, I don't they think so They can do all. that somewhere else. No, no, I don't think so at all. I think everyone has the right to do whatever they want in their own space, right? And um, But that's the freedom of Australia. You have the right to say, I don't like what you're doing. But then again, but that's also the freedom of Australia, is that you can do whatever you want, wherever you want. That's, no! That's no. why we have laws in place. Well, I don't mean... Okay, if you're smoking, right? Let's, let's say this. I hate when I'm walking home and Sydney... Everyone smokes. Everyone mm-hmm. smokes in Sydney and I hate it. But especially when you're standing next to some bloke who's smoking a cigarette and then just blowing it into thin air and, of course, the wind takes it mm-hmm. and smashes it into your face. It's just the worst. Yep. And it makes me so angry. But 
I'm not going to turn to that guy and go, Oi, stop. All right, because it's in the middle of the street. It's wherever he wants to do that. It's his place to do it. All right. Unless you're five meters from a shop or 10 meters or whatever it is, 15 yeah, the, meters. Yeah. You know, there's that, that's a rule that's in place. You're at a restaurant, don't smoke. You're in an aircraft, don't smoke. Right. There's places that you can't smoke and there's very few places you can. So I'm not going to turn to someone and go, Oi, right. I just don't think that's my place. If I don't like it, I move away. It's the same reason that if I find something offensive on television or on the radio, don't be that dickhead who rings up a radio station and goes, <laughs> I'm offended by the way that you yeah, talked about true. nipples. You know, oh, don't <laughs> be that guy. Right? If you're offended by what we're saying on this podcast, don't be that guy that's going to write a long essay on our Facebook wall. Oh, no. No, please do. I will respond. <laughs> I will be there to be like, nah, bugger you, mate. We have a social media policy. We're going to be nice. We're going to be nice. I, I signed nothing. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's just people have a right. and I, I believe people have an equal right, well, at least ask people to stop doing stuff. The only reason I don't ask people to not smoke around me is because I don't want to have the conversation of, why shouldn't I? Oh, okay, I'm already tired of this conversation. I'm about to get as political as I ever probably will on this podcast. Right. I think the idea that you don't have the right or ability to try and influence the world around you mm. is the reason why the populace is so incredibly controlled by the government where it should be the other way around. The fact that we don't question or that we don't fight back at all, like fight back in quotation marks, like mm. the fact that we don't try and retaliate against the oppression that's being put against us in whether it's government or if it's just someone doing something we don't like, that's the reason why a lot of people our age feel so powerless. It's because basically we're taught that we have to accept the world the way it is. Whereas successful people that go far in the world, they change the world around them. They actively fight against what they don't like. And that's how legends are made in this world. They change the system so it fits them better. That's really powerful. I listened to the Hamilton musical... And uh, <laughs> he he rewrote the game. Like, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Insta at Rhetoricast. It's like rhetorical, but with cast on the end. You know, because it's a podcast. I, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I want to try a bit. Okay. Advocate the devil. That's right. All right. So the way I want to work this is I'm going to put a whole bunch of subjects in a hat. Okay. And you're going to draw one of them out. All right. You have to try and convince me that whatever subject you picked out, you truly believe it. And then at the end, I have to guess whether that's actually your opinion or not. We're going to have an argument about this subject. I will, I will, no matter what, I will go against what you have to say. Okay. And at the end, you will say whether what your actual belief is on this. I love this. All right, Sam, mm-hmm. you have to convince me... Mm-hmm. That Promite is better than Vegemite. Uh, okay, first things first, I'm British. Yeah, I knew this would be your first line. It's going to be the first thing. I was thing. writing this down. I was because... like, Sam is British. All right. So he because... is innately wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> because Promite, honestly, Vegemite is awful. I think mm-hmm. all Australians know this anyway, mm-hmm. right? I have gr- spent my entire life, for the most part, in Australia. It is a beautiful country filled with beautiful people and... One of the icons of Australian history is Vegemite, sure. Okay. But it's disgusting yeast extract that is way too salty, way too strong, and is just gross AF. Okay. 
It just is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what bromide is? Yeah, it's it's essentially equivalent, but and it also is a yeast extract. I know it is, but it's essentially the same thing. But it's just got a richer taste. So when you say richer, that I don't, I don't mean stronger. Okay. I don't mean stronger. There we go. Yeah, right? I don't mean stronger. It's a richer taste. It's it's a. This is going to sound kind of contradictory, but it's a richer taste, but also a softer taste. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest, I don't actually know why I prefer it. Maybe it's okay. just because I because neither of my parents ate Vegemite or grew up eating it either. Mm-hmm. So. I grew up eating Promite sandwiches and uh, cheese and Promite. Okay. And that's just kind of, I just prefer it. Okay, it's, so it's better. I want to point out that uh, all you have managed to convince me so far of yeah. is that Promite is different to Vegemite mm-hmm. and that you ate a lot of Promite when you were younger. You have yet to put any points forward to say that it is better. I can't say it's better, really, because it's just, it's just, a t- it's just like whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just, you know, again, me being non-confrontational. But I don't. <laughs> I don't really care if you like Vegemite. Then that's your problem, really. So this is basically you giving up on this argument. I don't care. Well, I don't. <laughs> I'm not that passionate about it. Like, <laughs> then you're failing the bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to convince me you are. I just don't care. I really don't. <laughs> Promite is obviously better. I mean, that's just a given. Then why don't more people eat Promite? I don't know. Primite. Uh, no, honestly, I, I think it's just because everyone's grown up eating Vegemite. We're, we're little Vegemites. We got the little sticks, right? The little sticks in our lunchboxes and the little Vegemite you could dip it into. Right? Oh, they were weird. They were weird, but we all had that. You know, we all, you know, decided that iSnack 2.0 was a good name for a new Vegemite and then instantly regretted it. Yeah, good times. Six months later. I mean, we're all excited by Blend 17 Vegemite that's out in stores now. Tastes exactly the same. It tastes exactly the same. Oh, it's a little bit richer, I think, maybe. I don't know. And that, that's, that's a proper use of the word richer. There you go. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, that's saying something because how can you make something that is as rich as Vegemite taste richer? But I don't know. Okay, my, my final argument against Promite right. is that at every house I have ever been to, if I saw a Promite, it would shove to the back of the cupboard just waiting for that weird kid to come around. I was always that weird kid who didn't want Vegemite. So, yeah. And my Promite is right at the front. <laughs> you, you're disgusting. <laughs> I know, but I don't care. <laughs> because all you plebs are eating Vegemite. I'm, re- I'm eating something that is pure. Oh, there you go. That's an argument. <laughs> You're saying that Promite is the upper class Vegemite. Thank you. Okay, yeah, you there we go. You did the bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do I believe in what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, of course I <laughs> because do. Because you're some upper class prick who eats Promite. <laughs> All right, well, we've established that Sam is uh, a self-righteous prick uh, who has terrible taste in sandwich spreads. No, no, it is the superior. It is the... uh, uh, You know what? I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go because no one in Australia will agree with me except for those people who are like expats. I'm really disappointed, Sam, right now. I I just got to go. This is disgusting. All right. Follow us online at Rhetoricast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also on the website, rhetoricalpodcast.com. Give us a subscribe and stay in touch with our antics. And remember, click that like button for more views. No, no, no. no, no. You know what you should probs do? Hit us up on social. Can do. We're on all the things. At Rhetoricast.